Welcome to the Hey Babe podcast. I'm Mary. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here just chatting about all the things near and dear to our hearts. So grab your favorite beverage because we're going to go deep and have some fun. (laughs) Oh my gosh, join us. Hey babes, we are here talking today about... 2021 Yay! (laughs) and our different approach that we want to take based on just the year that 2020 has been and the book we just finished green lights because we learned some good things in there we did we had some fun and we learned some things definitely so we (laughs) We want to deep and had some fun (laughs) so we want to share that and um before we get into that, though, let's go over our favorite things yeah, and maybe even some hot topics. Yeah. I know we did it at the end of the last podcast. Yeah, let's do it first this let's time. let's just switch it up and let's see. <laughs> so... Um, okay. You go first with your favorite things this week. Okay. My favorite thing this week... Um, well, it, and I went back and forth on this one because um, I'm... I don't know if it's my favorite thing yet, but I'm really intrigued by it. The Queen's Gamut, the show on mm-hmm. Netflix. I, I can feel, appreciate that. Yeah. And I feel like I'm a little behind on the game on that one. People like are obsessed. I feel yeah. like you've either never heard of it or you're like obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, and um, I listened to a lot of podcasts and one of them in Brene Brown's podcast, she was like going on and on about how she thinks it's the best show ever and why for me it's so it's it's. I'm going to say the entertainment factor isn't high for me yet. Maybe I just haven't gotten far enough, but it's, um, it's like the psychology mm-hmm. like that. Alone, There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in like the way the trauma affected our brain and, 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 in bad ways in good ways and oh man it's just it's so fascinating well I can't wait for you to finish it because I did finish it a couple weeks ago and I we need to talk yeah we need to talk about it I'll watch it all the way through and it's um I feel like it's one of those things that it's like any good story is like it has to build and it has to like or like even when somebody recommended to me I was like it's about a girl that plays chess I don't even know anything about chess so how (laughs) but you don't need to know how to play chess or anything the first thing I asked yes like why would I want to watch a show about chess I really about chess Mary and you're like no no I promise it's not (laughs) it is more interesting than that I'll tell you that because a show about chess sounds I know I know so that's my thing what's your okay favorite Um, thing I am going to throw out my favorite um thing that we use in our kitchen all the time that I'm going to be we're um I'm going to be doing some recipes in the new year for you guys Mary cooking with Mary (laughs) but that means easy peasy things and this is my one of my go-to so it is my salad dressing Mm -hmm. it is from a company down in Carmel California it's called French Poodle the French Poodle was what the restaurant was so let me just tell you this they did so amazing with their um salad dressing that they ended up closing the store the, the restaurant the like fine Fancy dining restaurant, french right? restaurant yeah. and just sell their salad dressing now like that's how amazing this is so if you want to get it go to the french poodle website i think it's literally the french poodle.com but you can uh-huh. google that french poodle and carmel um and order order their salad dressing and then you can Mary thank me later me a bottle it is me and Tony are obsessed. It's yeah. just like the easiest. I put it on everything and I'm using it in several of my recipes that I'll be sharing in the new year. So if you want to do any of those, just get it, order it now. I think it's like $14 a bottle and it's a big old it's wine, like a wine bottle. bottle. Yeah. It's literally a wine bottle. So um, get that dressing and then we can go from there. But it's, it's, 
So you use it in a lot of different recipes? Well, I use it on literally like every salad under the sun. Yeah. But like Chad even uses it like sometimes if he's like running out and just needs to have something and is feeling healthy, he'll like cut up some carrots and cucumbers and just throw it on there. Like it's almost like yeah. a dip for him, yeah. if you will. It's just it's that so good. good. It's, it's so that good. good. So French poodle rest. I mean, French poodle salad dressing for sure. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um. Okay. And then, okay, so hot topics. What's going on? What's going on is it's Christmas week. Oh like, how did that happen? I think that's that's one hot topic we can dive into. Um, and maybe we want to touch base, though, quickly on uh, what we talked about last week with the um, just real quickly, because I, I don't know how I feel like we've talked about this so much, but I'm still not over it. The whole <laughs> alleged kidnapping that we now know that happened in our town in Petaluma that didn't actually happen and it was a false story or a highly embellished story. A lot more has come out about that, right? Since well, we I mean, I don't even know if we... you can call it highly embellished because those people were never trying to kidnap her children. Right. So it's false. Yeah. Right. It's just a straight up it's, false right. story. Thanks for correcting me on that. It's but false. I mean, yeah, only in the sense and that... And they're members of our community who have children of their own, who rightfully so are pissed off and are like, you can't like... I mean, I think there's just a lot of people coming up behind them to yeah. say... This is this wrong. Is yeah. This was so wrong on every level. Yeah. And people who are, who shared the story, and I know we talked about it on our stories um, after the fact, like because you and I were very like clear on like something's off on this story. Um, but you said this week, people who, sh- the most disappointing part was when people shared the story who had a social media platform or followers. I don't know. That doesn't make you God or anything, but they shared the story <laughs> and then they didn't go on to share the correct story. Yeah. So like if, really if disappointing. you make a mistake, fine. Easy to do in 2020. I get it. Right. In the world we live in, there's a couple things you can do to make sure that you're being more discerning when understanding information and reading it. But at the very least, just apologize and, and fix your story. And yeah, because now, yeah. There's so much wrong with it. I also feel like on this same note, like maybe we can make one of our podcast topics in the new year, just the art of the apology. Yeah. Because I think we really need to. There's a whole book on that. You know, it'd be fascinating to. I like it took me so, 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 so long to understand it. But I actually I, I will say without being like overly cocky, I feel like it's one of the things I truly understand now. And I will tell you, it has changed my life. Yes, I think you do understand. And I life. think it's because you have the stomach to handle it. Like you have the guts to just be like, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Period. And without the defenses Period. that follow. But I was trying to do this. So yeah. I heard a lot of people with this um, woman um, say, um, you know, well, she she didn't know, blah, blah, blah. Like there's just a lot of excuses. Like, yeah. you know, and I'm, and I'm just like, how you mean the people that were sharing it were saying were like, oh, it. I didn't know that this you're, this woman was being dishonest. It's right. Like, well, okay. And we weren't expecting you to know that. We were just expecting you to not blast it out to your thousands of followers before you figured out the truth. Right. Before that's you figured all. out the truth. Yeah. But um, yes. Because so, you can share information that's not factual for fun that doesn't hurt anybody. For sure. You know? But when it comes to blowing up somebody's life in that way or the potential it had to blow up the people, the couple in our community's life, like that's just not okay. So I think where we're at now with that is just um, we'll see what happens, you know. And I, my big, my big, um, what am I trying to say? My 
the thing that upsets me the most is that this really all this false information, like I said last week about human trafficking and things like this, like really messes with the real efforts that people are making. So as we said on Instagram this week, go to polarisproject.org and check out the facts about Mm -hmm. human trafficking and child abduction. Um, Don't go to save the children. That has been widely I think I actually misspoke last week and said save the children that's been widely disproven or questioned as a factual organization mm. so go to polarisproject.org yep I think that's all I really want to say about that Do yeah you anything else? I just want to remind all of us me included that just because it's online doesn't mean it's true yeah and and just because these influencers that we follow are are blasting it like this is not the same as the like sweater that they linked on Nordstrom right like this is yeah, not like the if we same. don't like that sweater it's fine right, right. there's no <laughs> one's hurt in that situation but um you know I know there's so we've talked about this already but there were so many mothers that lost sleep and were terrified to be going out with their children and this is real life stuff don't even get me started on what it did to the couple who she very falsely accused and to other couples who aren't white and are people. And I think that's a piece that maybe we haven't spoken to enough and maybe because it's a really hard topic, but we know that this was racially driven, right? hundred percent. And that just by virtue of them being, um, not white and you know looking as she called it in her video as Ugh, the um I'm so i'm so offended for Katie is her name that, as for Katie them said that, in the video that they're they were unkept unkept yeah so this was racially driven whether people want to admit that or not and so i think there's a lot to look at like we've been doing in 2020 we've had to take a hard look at the realities um and the injustices that exist in our own lives and our own communities. And we're not perfect. That's for sure. I think we just have to be willing to learn and listen, listen and learn. And be clear too, that like, this isn't a hard topic for us per se, because we sit in the privileged white world. That's why we want to talk about it. This is no K anymore. Right? Like the whole point is that we have, whether it was unknowing or knowing gotten this far to where we are now, like, it has to stop. Right. I want to say it's not a hard topic for us because in the sense that we feel like we're going to potentially be injured by sure. it. Sure. There's nothing threatening life. to us. It's hard for us because we don't know how to talk about it yeah. well because we weren't taught how to talk about it well. Yes. Yeah. Not taught properly at all. Yeah. And that's uncomfortable in itself because you don't know how to use the right words all the time. And this is, this is. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm uncomfortable sitting here talking about this. And I think we have to be more willing to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uncomfortable and I want to learn. But because you also are uncomfortable because you do, you have a drive and motivation to say the right thing. Yeah. You, I mean, in the purest way, like you want to be on the right side of this. Right. And so. Yes. I'm, that's what makes me uncomfortable. Right. And, and then I think when we pull back and realize, oh, we actually don't have anything to prove to anybody, but instead we just need to prove more so to ourselves that we can be open and honest and listen. And then we will learn how to talk about these things. Totally. And how to honor them. Totally. So, I don't want to leave the racial part of this out because I think that it's a huge. Massive. Part of it. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I think that because it's uncomfortable for us as white women too. Yeah. It's why it's just as important to talk about it. So yeah. this will be yet another topic we are going to hard tackle. 
and in this upcoming year. Yes, for sure. And in our book club. I really yeah. Because I think reading um, stories and books by, um, I mean, black and female authors. Um, Absolutely. Is the direction that, that we want to head. Yeah. And wasn't our whole point of the book club to understand other people so that we can, and that means men like Matthew McConaughey yeah. or just understand other people's it's lives and experiences that we can, so we can grow in our own life. Yes. That's how we learn. Um, I, that's been one of the things about this season in 2020 is I have consumed more audiobooks than ever. Yeah. And I feel like so much more, um, somebody said to me the other day, like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it was like such a condescending comment. They're like, well, what do you do with all that? No, like, so you read it, but like, how do you apply it to your life? I'm like, look, I'm not sitting here. Oh, I'm offended by that statement. Yeah. I'm not sitting here reading self-help books. I'm reading other people's and self-help books are, there's a place for them. And I like those too. Um, but I'm reading other people's stories. I mean, what else do we have in this world besides other people's stories? And, oh, totally. Yeah. Aren't we trying to understand other people so we can better understand ourselves and yes. our place in the world. So I don't know. I'm as, as this grows for you and I, I'm like probably most excited about, well, obviously the podcast, but and the book club. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. I know. Um, okay. So what other hot topics? So we can Christmas. put that one to bed. Christmas. I don't know if it's a hot topic, but it's a, it's a, t- it's, it's on our minds a lot. Obviously we have what two tomorrow's Christmas Eve. So yeah. when you listen to this, it'll be Christmas Eve. I was just asking Mary, like, um, before we jumped onto the podcast, how many gifts does Santa bring? And it was funny cause we had different answers and I'm <laughs> just like, uh, well, Santa, I, I wish Santa would bring year. everything. The problem is, um, you know, my kids are just out and about and I know for logistical reasons, Santa can't bring everything. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things are wrapped up under the tree, but oh my gosh. I know we do, um, like three or four gifts from Santa and it's, you know, logistically it is hard. Um, <laughs> the older they get. And then we do about, I mean, a few gifts from us too. Yeah. And I was going to go, easy on the gifts this year and as we talked about last time if you don't make a list it becomes like you forget what you bought and then you think like oh I need more and so I'm looking in my closet and I'm like well thank god Jack's birthday is in January because I'm just gonna say I know I had to I had to pull back on Warren's as well all of a sudden I was like how did that kid get so yeah (laughs) you're feeling bad for the middle child yeah I know I know (laughs) but luckily Warren's in February so I can postpone but so my kids are getting basically one like well Hopefully Santa's bringing them one big gift all together. Yeah. And then they're kind of each getting like one other thing, hopefully, that Santa brings them. And then, but otherwise, it's, it's just so all wrapped. It's so fascinating how Santa's just different with every family. Santa <laughs> meets every family where they're at. You know what I mean? Exactly and that's amazing. Yeah. This is why he's so wonderful. So. Okay. Other than gifts, <clears throat> another hot Christmas related uh, you know what I will say? family. Okay. Wait, before I jump into family, because that's like a whole nother thing. You know what I did for the first time this year ever? What? I've got myself a lot of things. Oh, and you know what I did? Me too. But you know what I did? So normally I just get them and then I like kind of, I don't know, start wearing them or using them. I know, but you know what I did this time? I just wrapped them all because I'm tired of being the one person who doesn't have anything on Christmas morning. I know. So good for you. I and actually, then you're going to get re-excited about it. I know. I know. Those? Now, don't get me wrong. If I ordered them in November, I'm already using them. Yeah. But if I ordered them in December, I yeah. made a hard line on my for yeah. myself. And so I, yeah, like today a box arrived and Reese was like, um, 
oh, you know, who's that for whatever? And I was like, oh, that looks like something daddy probably ordered for me. So you better go wrap it. Yeah, I love it. I love so it. So I, yeah. I know. I've been, um, I got some things. Tony and I do each other's stockings. I yeah. And so, aka, I do my own stocking because I've just gotten to yeah, the point of course. where, I mean, he, he'll put a couple of cute things in there, you know cute-ish love you but um I will I much prefer to buy like my own my yes, own thing I yes dry shampoo for myself which, oh by yeah the way, girl I'm obsessed with I just discovered dry shampoo I don't know how you've been missing that I know. that's like my yeah I I don't know yeah. but it's been amazing and like lip liner and like little things like that yeah and then I got myself some Uggs that I just but I couldn't so hold cute. off because I know they're so cozy and because it's I mean it's Freezing. been so cold lately yeah um yeah so I'm that's awesome. Chad and I have never done, we've literally never done like gifty things for yeah. each other because, and and I'm sure there are people who are there like, are a lot oh, of people who love getting gifts. Yes. I actually don't really love getting mm-hmm. gifts. I like getting for myself what I want and need. I'm with you. So it actually works really well for us. We do set aside time and money for something for us to enjoy together. Like we're going to go, I mean, this year isn't a good example, (laughs) but like, yeah, we always, you know, like this is what we're going to do for our Christmas present this year that we look at together. So although you haven't had a night away from the kids and what'd you tell me? Oh my gosh. Over well over when COVID, when we're all vaccinated. Yeah. You need to make that happen. Yeah. Yep. Even if it means to go to mom and dad. Yep. Yep. Reese can we're we're going to have to. Or vice versa, whatever. Or everybody out. Other parents. <laughs> everybody yeah. out. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about family. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right? There's the, oh. So. Yes, it's it's a hard, I think. Well, let's talk about what, what we're both doing. Because I think it's different. So yes. So we started off saying, I started off saying we weren't doing anything for Christmas. Because it was easy. My husband is working on Christmas, you know? Right. Um, but now Christmas Eve, and his parents weren't doing anything either. They're rightfully so being really safe about this. Because my, Tony's grandpa is 94. His mom takes oh, care of him all the yeah. time. But they decided they want to stop by on Christmas Eve. And um, we invited them to have a cocktail and open a gift and see the kids. So we're doing that. We'll likely be outside if we can. Um, how, how? It's freezing. It's freezing. If I it know. weren't this time of year, this would be a lot easier to do. I mean, they're going to come at 3. Oh, okay. So okay. it's not great. Okay. So, so we're starting the cocktail okay. early. <laughs> um, they're going to come at 3. Um, and I'm going to start my cocktail at 3 then. Yeah. Just to... Th- when I'm, I'm just going to be thinking about you with your family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're doing on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas day, Tony actually luckily got a really nice guy to hold over for him. So he gets to be home on Christmas morning. Oh, good. Santa. And then he goes into work. So that's it. And then, um, my it's so we switch off every year with families you know like christmas day this year is tony's family oh okay last year was my family so it's supposed to be with his family this year but he's working so gotcha okay yeah okay that's it and then chris the day after christmas we're supposed to go up to see my parents which i'm we're still trying to work out the details around so just just so you know too i think this is what's different about our situations is as you know I've been seeing my parents this whole time throughout yeah. this because they live so close. Yeah. Um, so it would feel silly to say, 
to now draw a line. Like, yeah, no, I get you it. Know, I it get it. It just feels like, um, you haven't what's had the word in, it feels like, Oh, that doesn't make sense. And I, and they want to see us. They are very much, they don't see anybody else. They do go to the grocery store and my dad's an attorney. So there's that. But yeah. I think our risk levels are, we're the biggest risk to them. And that's yeah. what I keep telling them. Yeah. 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 With, with Tony's work. Totally. So that's yeah. our honest truth of what we're doing on Christmas. Yeah, no, I think that sounds so nice. Okay, but tell me, tell, I know what you're doing, but we're not seeing anybody for Christmas, which yeah. is like, <laughs> which, is like <laughs> which I know 110% it's the right decision for us, but it doesn't make it like easy or okay, you know? No. It's just the responsible for our situation. It's a responsible decision because, um, I would say my number one answer is because my sister's about to have her first baby and I Hell just, yes. and I yeah. will not risk any reason to not, as soon as she's allowing it. Cause again, remember she's having her own baby yeah. and she can make up her own <laughs> rules. But as soon as she's allowing it, I don't want to be the reason or have a reason for my choices that I can't go see the baby. I know. Right. Wait, so question, are she, normally, yeah, no. And I think that's incredible. I think as I don't have a sister, but I would, I a hundred percent get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am curious if it weren't COVID, do you think you'd be in the delivery room with yes, her? Yes, my sister yeah. was in with all of my. That's well, actually, so no, sad. my sister couldn't be in on Luke's because it was, COVID, it was COVID and they weren't yeah. letting anybody else, and they're not letting. But anybody. she was in for Reese, right? She was in for Reese and Warren. Yeah, yeah. So this is just a very. I like. Luckily, I made peace with that a while ago because that was very. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, what? What more can you strip from us? You I know? know. I um, know. That's such a huge life experience. You oh. know, but but I've made peace with that. It's just. It's okay. I mean, it's not okay. It's okay. It's going to you know? have to be okay. It's going to have to be but okay. I hear you. But, yeah. But um, you know, if she comes home and that day wants. Um, at least, you know, my mom and I to come by or the next day yeah. or the next week or whatever. I just don't want to be any, I don't have any reasons to not yeah. be able to do that. So, so that's our first answer. And our second answer is, you know, we don't have the luxury like, like you do of getting to see our families all the time. So it would be one thing if we were already yeah. always with them, but we're not. So yeah. It doesn't. It is. Um, it's like a new. It, it would be re, like a, a reintroduction. Yeah. 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 I mean, Chad's parents live close by, but we don't really see them that often. And my parents um, live about an hour and a half away, and we don't get to see them that often. Yeah. So um, we actually haven't seen either one of them since Thanksgiving. So like, it wouldn't. It would truly be like a reintroduction. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that's that's been hard I know oh my gosh well I mean my I'm very close you know with my family yeah. I'm very close with them the idea of not having Christmas together I mean now understand like we are all we all made this decision together yeah you know it um, wasn't yep we we realized that together this was the most responsible that makes it decision easier, I think yes. is when your parents or whoever you're deciding with is on board what I've heard a lot yeah. of in my office is pe clients who's who are like you know, their parents don't get why they won't see them on Christmas. And they're like, yeah. we're trying to protect you. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, like my brother, we FaceTime with my brother all the time. And he said, you know, I'm so bummed about Christmas, but I really think this is the right call. Yeah. For, like everybody was on the same page. Yeah. Which made a big difference. So, and you know, it is, it's one year. Yeah. And like, I do keep saying, it's like, all I really want is for next year. Everyone for, to be. Everyone to literally be there, like physically be there. Not. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be morbid or anything, but like, I don't want anybody gone because of COVID. Right. So, um, and that's that, the perspective and we need that's to take. the perspective yeah. that I'm taking from it. Yeah. So it's one year. It's really, it's one day. We always do Christmas Eve with Chad's family and Christmas day with my family. Yeah. Um, so 
I know. Um, I I think it's safe to say. I mean, I don't think they'd be like Chad's family. Chad's parents were a little bit more upset about this decision, and I get their their perspective too. Yeah. You know, they want to be with yeah. their grandchildren on Christmas Eve, and yeah. Um, I think I think it's hard too for our older family members. Not that like they're that old, right? But like, I think you get this perspective on life where it's like. And we, I think we have it too, but where you're like, nothing's guaranteed, nothing's certain. So like, will I even be here next Christmas? Totally. You know, totally. And I think we, but we could say that for any, any one of us. Anybody. Um, so, but I do think some people in that age group, like 70 plus get that sort of realization yeah that totally the fourth quarter and so totally. I can empathize with that you know and I also understand that like some people this is not my truth but I know that a lot of people just have this idea of what a holiday should be a particular holiday and like yeah. it's and it's very hard to change switch gears or whatever it may be and so I and I understand that too you yeah. know yeah when you're um what you're anticipating is one thing and you, and it's your tradition. You do it every single year and yeah. then it's gone. And that's, I know that's yeah. disappointing. And, um, but again, like I'm just going to step back and be like, but I still understand why we're doing this. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And I think that this is a great sort of segue into our, our, our topic, yeah. right? Which is, the book we read, Green Lights, and how that book is really about approach. Um, I think he calls it an approach book, doesn't he? Does. He does. He calls it his approach book. Yeah, and so I love that as opposed to a self-help book it's or a personal growth book, it's an approach book in the sense of it really, and then when you read it all the way through, you really realize it is about how you have a choice on how you approach life and things, just like we have a choice on how we approach how we deal with the holidays this year, you know? Totally. How are we going to look at it as like, this is the worst thing ever. Oh my God, I can't see my family. Or maybe this is an opportunity for us to, you know, in our unit of five or four to like make, do some fun things to stay in our jammies and watch some movies, like love on each other, not yeah. be in a rush. I don't know. You know, I think the whole, the most beautiful part of that book for me at least was that's really simplifying it, but was the I, the fact that the main character who happens to be Matthew McConaughey has <laughs> been through some really challenging stuff as a child by yeah. all accounts went through a lot of childhood trauma I don't know if he would call it that though no um I don't think he would which is what's so strange and and, and so is it really trauma if the person doesn't consider it trauma <laughs> nope I don't think it is right so I think the way he was able to pull perspective from the things he went through in his early life and then went on to obviously create a huge career for himself is what um, is what was so powerful for me. I, mean, I you even can think, kind of yeah, I mean, like, I even more, think that, like, his later in life um, challenges were... I mean, maybe some that he even chose when he was um, trying to, you know, hold a hard line about what kind of movies he was going to do. But yeah, but that was that's also true. Challenging. I can't it was, discount them just because he, he was wealthiest. Right. When that happened. <laughs> but <laughs> he still didn't look at those as challenges. Like he didn't. I mean, I think he looked at them as like, OK, so this is, you know, quote unquote, this is a yellow light and I need to figure out how to make this a green light. Yeah. What do I need to do to make this a green light? And I think that's so much of what his approach and his wanting to share his approach of like, it's not that he didn't have yellow and red lights. Yeah. Though he doesn't speak to them that way in the yeah. book. He just looks at them like, all right, I'm Almost coming like up. 
challenge accepted. Yeah, like go. I'm coming yeah. up on a yellow light or I have a hard red right now mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to figure out how to make this a green, how to see this through and get to the green light. And yeah. that's all he shared. He yeah. actually didn't even... Um, he didn't even go into like, this is currently a red light and I need to figure this my way out of this. Yeah, absolutely. Like I need to look at my life more like that. No, I think there was one, only one point in the book where he said a red light. That was a red light. Um, and I can't remember now what it, oh my gosh. He did? What, am I making that up? Or was Well, it, I mean, I'm not saying he, I'm not um, saying 100%, but I don't remember him saying red light. Well, I think, okay, here's what he was referring to. And I don't want to give the whole thing away, but at the end when he That's was okay. talking it's about, life story. It's he was talking a, about coronavirus or COVID and, um, and um, racism as oh as red lights turning into green lights, right? Because that is like yeah. the red light had to stop for us to be able to take stock, kind of what we're talking about here today, in order yeah. to see like what needs to change in order to move forward better. So I think that's that when I think about how we can take this book and apply it to our life, or kind of um, encourage you guys to apply it to your life. I think first read the book, but I think the idea that it's not toxic positivity, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about no, like everything's no. wonderful and great. If we just see the positive, that's absolute bullshit. I hate that perspective. <laughs> it's not real. But it's about we can always find perspective yeah. and we can always find a way forward. Yeah. So how are we going to do that in 2021 being that we've had a hell of a year? Right. I mean, even like as you were saying that, I was thinking about how much I've been looking at my the closure of my studio as such a red light. You know, this is such a hard stop when in reality, that's not, it's first of all, it's not the end of my story. It's barely even the beginning of my story, you know, but like, but I have been, it's like, oh man, I've got so many mountains to climb to get out of my lease, to get out, you know, like all of these different things that are red lights in my life currently. But, um, I really do need to flip my perspective because I do genuinely believe that the red lights from this closure are, are only going to lead to other green, green lights. lights. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I think you knew that. Like when yes. we talked about it a few episodes yes. ago, we hadn't finished this book, but the way you were describing it was very much like, yeah, this is hard. And I think it's the beginning of something. Yeah. New. Um, so I think the, the way I think this applies to the, we said a different approach on the new year is s- so often we get sucked into this whole like new year, new you, like let's, yeah. let's, Gag me. you know, <laughs> let's drink all the water and drink all the green juice and do well, all the actually, exercise. but actually drink all the water. But like, because- yeah, but like, I think like we put these no, I know, high I know. crazy expectations where it's like, how about we just practice like things that are going to. Um, help us live more in line with our values or practice things that are going to help us have more green lights, like drinking more water yeah. when we can. Totally. Right? It's, but what Moving you're saying is, you know, for somebody who, I mean, we've all been through the Diet Coke phase. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. And when you're in the Diet Coke phase and you're like, okay, but on January 1st, no more Diet Coke and instead a hundred ounces of water every yeah. day. Okay. Not, it's <laughs> yeah. not going to work. It's not yeah. going to work. Yeah. Just let that go. Yeah. But maybe start this week tapering off your diet coke yes yeah <laughs> and have it when you need it or whatever but and then start to increase your water intake yeah like, and right, like it's even all just a couple sips of water and my, my just thing a couple. is water in the morning before i drink coffee and so i was like i gotta drink a full glass and i don't it's like the last thing i want to do yeah. when i wake up so i just drink a couple sips yeah why not so i think if we can 
go into 2021 and then wrap up this year with more of a flexible approach to what's going to make us feel more like ourselves. Um, I'm really putting you on the spot here and you don't have to answer. I'll think of mine when you're, if yeah. you're talking, but like, what do you think have been maybe red lights for you that you need to turn into green lights or this year? Yeah. Just this year. Like what, what is it that you feel like you want to, I don't know, look at it, look at a different way. Yeah. I'm so much more prone to think of this is interesting, like them as green lights. But like, I, I think I hear what you're saying is what seemed like a roadblock. Yeah. And I now shift into a green light. Well, I think um, being pulled, feeling pulled in a lot of different directions when it comes to motherhood and career feels at times like a red light because you're just like, I can't do this. Can't all. do it all. I can't yeah. make it all work. This is something's got to give. And and I think the green light comes for me when I decide, and I'm in that process right now, of um, what I'm going to say yes to and what I'm going to say no to. In fact, in the book, um, Matthew McConaughey talks about this, like um, choosing your hill. Is oh, what my he calls gosh. It. I loved that right? part. Like, for, choose yes. your hill. So, yes, sure, you can take on a lot of things. And I have a high capacity to take on a lot at once, not because I'm so great, but just because I that's what I do. That's how you work. Yeah. And that's how I work. And then, but that doesn't mean I should. And it doesn't mean I'm going to be able to be successful or as impactful as I want to be when I'm taking on all the things. So totally. pick your hill. So for me, my my green light is being more selective and choosy and saying yes to the things that are, who says that? Is it, I don't know, some guru is like, only if it's a hell yes, right? <laughs> and I feel that. Yeah. I feel that for this year. I need to be, and honestly, I'm just going to say it right here. For me, that means way less on social media. I'm mm. like over. I mean, I think for Hey Babe and the podcast, it's been really fun to do. And I love yep. like stories and stuff. But for my Living Well with Caitlin, I want to focus on the podcast and the book. And I just get so sucked into like the social media thing. Mm. So yeah, that's my, my green light is yeah. saying yes to things that matter more in the long run for yeah. me. Yeah. It's funny. I was um, I was thinking about this like uh, thought process of like the whole saying yes thing. Yeah. And I actually a hundred, I want to say yes more because, um, so I'll craft this carefully. I know how to say no. Yeah. So I feel confident in like saying yes to the things that I want to say yes to. And I need to probably say yes a little bit more. Like, I yeah. feel like I'm almost prone to no at this point, you know, I'm like, no, no, that's just going to, like I, I was taking on so much at one point. I just don't even want to take on any more. No, 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 no. Right. But now I'm like, what do I, I can, I just need to be better about just like you, the things I'm just choosing to say yes to. Yeah. Because I can easily say no. You, yeah. And I think it's like this recalibration, right? Like when you swing yeah. too far one way, you have to go all yeah. the other way to get yes. back to the middle. Totally. Totally. So and I do like, I want to say I do one of my um, kind, I mean, I don't know what other term to use. So I'm just going to say New Year's resolutions, but I do want to say yes to playing more with my kids because right now <laughs> it's so minimal. I mean, true, like play. Like, I'm with you. Like, like I what can, does that even look like? I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet, but like um, making, doing Play-Doh with them, playing Barbies. Like what do your kids mm, like to do? That's, uh, I don't know if I want to go there, but like. Art. Yeah, like, like drawing Reese with her. asks me a lot to draw with her. Uh-huh. And honestly, I don't think like art is one of the things that has never been a real passion of mine. Yeah. Um so but like 
I can go out and draw some stick figures. Like I was kind of like, Mary, what? let it go. Just go. She just wants you to be with her and color with her and do what she's doing right now while yeah. she's, you know. Yeah. And she loves it. Yes. So I want to say yes to those things okay. more. Yeah. I love Because that. I'm not inclined. So it sounds like saying yes to more present in the moment things totally. with your kiddos. Whether totally. Whether that's playing or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as I'm really trying to work out all these details that I'm letting go of. Mm-hmm. So I have the time to be a little bit more present, you know, intentional and present. Yeah. What's your word for 2021? I'm going to put you on the spot now. Oh, I just gosh. said intentional. That's mine. And it, my word for 2021. So one way to kind of think about it though, I think is what value, like what things matter most to you in your own life and how, what like word, what action word or verb is going to like allow you to, to focus more on that thing. Right. So being more intentional is going to, for instance, allow me to have more time doing the things that I care about the most. Yeah. I mean, when you were saying that, I was like being, you know, being more like it's also being more intentional, being more deliberate, being actually being more focused. I can tend to be like, um, like a lot of women and moms, I can do 15 different things at one time, Mm -hmm. but I know that the people, mostly my children and husband know that I'm not fully focused on what they're needing and wanting right now. And I wish that I could isolate. Focus or is it presence? I mean, it's probably present. It's, it is yeah. presence, mm-hmm. but it's my, you know, it's, it's, this is me being like, no, but this is great. Cause I can multitask and then I can get it all done for everybody we're at the same th- time. We're so similar on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But the presence is what, you know, I really want to, um, I want to focus on. Cause then I feel for me when I'm not present, the connection suffers, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, totally that's, that is what I care about the most. You know, if I'm really like thinking about what I value the most, it's family and my family. And so if I'm not being present, then I'm not fully connecting with them. So it's not about like shaming, like, oh, you're doing this wrong or bad, but it's like, oh, what do I, what's my word for 2021? What am I going to keep coming back to? Yeah, I I mean, I I get, I mean, being more present, I do want to be more present. Although I will say, I feel like, as I've just gotten older, <laughs> um, I've gotten more, I have be, I have reprioritized things. So like when I am, you know, on the phone with a girlfriend who I haven't gotten to talk to in a while, like I am really like on the phone with her. I'm not, yeah. I don't know. My old self years ago would have been like scanning through at the same time, like Instagram trying to catch up on my text messages. Now I'm yeah. just like, let's talk. Yeah. I really want to hear. And it's, you know, so you I, are really good at listening and being present when people are neat talking to you. Thank you. I you appreciate are. that. But I, but I, but I like it and I am, cause I'm so interested and I just, I keep, I tend to be somebody that keeps my close group fairly small mm-hmm. because I want to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Um, but yeah, who couldn't even be more present? I agree. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to be more present? And you said saying yes more often. I do. I really do want to be a little bit more. Um, this is going to sound weird to me. I want to be even more like fun with my kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I just want to like, I mean, just because the games that I don't they're think playing. that sounds weird. I think it's, I'm, I'm like totally get it. Yeah. I think it's like, what do you remember about your, pa- your parent the most is totally. like the way they made you feel. So like. 
And I know like when I'm really, when I'm relaxed at home and I've got enough time, like, and I'm being goofy with my kids, they have a blast. Yeah. Like that is, you know, and it changes their mood. It changes the mood of the whole house. Yeah. But honestly, like I, I tell myself that I don't have enough time to be goofy all the time. And mm-hmm. that's really not true. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Or like if I'm too goofy, then things are going to get crazy yeah, and like yeah. they're not going like, to come I down. can be goofy with them yeah. while we're making dinner and dinner still gets made and they still eat it and everybody goes yeah. to bed and it's fine. You yeah. know, like it doesn't take away from yeah. anything. And so um, sometimes as a mom, I feel like the fun police and I don't yeah. want to be the fun police yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And let's be real. The dads are always. They're always the, the fun, fun ones. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So no more fun police for the new year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go. well, I'm not, I'm not willing to commit to no more fun police, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll find a happy Yeah. Cause medium. if anybody else's husband like just do stuff, then you're just like, oh, I know that's going to turn into like, somebody's yeah, like, going to hit their head. You know where that's going. You somebody's know. Somebody's going to cry. Yeah. It's just like, I can't not see it. Yeah. Yeah, you can the fu- you the future is in front of you yeah. in that moment and you have to share your your thoughts. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I've been really I said this before a good mom in a lot of ways, but when it comes to having fun and getting down on the floor and playing and being present when they're playing, it's not my strength and so I want to focus on that too. Yeah, I I'm yeah. Yeah. Okay, so instead of instead of looking at this as a red light, I'm just going to green light this right now. Yeah. And I don't need to wait until January 1st. I can just go. I think that this week, especially, I mean, regardless of what you're doing, you don't all have to be choosing to not see family too, if you're whoever you're going to be with. But I think it's already automatically more calm this year. Yeah. It's more relaxed. And I think that there is a real gift in that. And I think we need to take advantage of that gift. I agree. Because for sure, the social obligations have been taken out of it, right? Other than necessarily, if you're seeing family on the holidays, fine. But like there's not all the Christmas parties and the yeah. work gatherings. And or even so. just like I'd be hustling and bustling my kids out of the house. Like we got to get over to, you know, Chad's family's house and we got to get ready for because my family's coming over and everyone, you know, go the nutcracker. Like, like, yeah, well, yeah. you're braver than me with that kind of stuff. Like I haven't even or ventured like, there because yeah. it's. Yeah. Yeah, I know. OK, so um, maybe this is a good moment for you guys to pause and think about what your what you want to turn into green lights this year, how you want to be um, more flexible with yourself um, in the sense of like, I'm not going to make this a hard, fast rule, but I'm just going to try and, you know, do this thing more often or practice this more often. Yeah. You know, we like to break rules. I think that's why New Year's resolutions don't work. Yeah. Because we're rebellious. I will say for my own like sanity and health, I've, I've gotten really lazy, like really lazy. Oh yeah. It's like physically physical, speaking, okay. physically speaking. So and moving I your body more. I know. need to move my body. And, and the truth is it's not a punishment, but right now, like when you get so lazy and so out of your rhythm, like it feels like a punishment. Yeah. To get back in. Yeah. And so I need to, it's like, I need to just like get, get over the hurdle of that whole punishment series, you, you know, where. Do you think oh, this is I've never I just saw this as you're talking like is there some <laughs> this is a therapist question is there some sort of subconscious like rejection <laughs> am I, I rejecting word, my physical I fitness? want a word vomit right now <laughs> I want to like Go I want to vomit on myself for saying that is there some way that you're rebelling against because you had to close the studio and your whole purpose was around physical fitness well actually Yes and no, because I think the biggest thing is that my intention when I started the studio and opened it, you know, four years ago was that 
I could get both my workouts and my community. But guess what happens when you're a business owner? You don't work out. You don't get the workouts. Yeah. Like it's horrible. Yeah. Like all so my now I probably worked out the most when I was teaching when I was pregnant. When you were doing spin classes, I, I saw you yeah. up there. Yeah, girl. Like I was an and I that was like spinning. I felt so fabulous. Yeah. Then and I thought and I think cause the thing was, I don't this is gonna be such a cop out. I think people weren't expecting as much from me when you're pregnant, people are just so nice to you. Yeah. So I just felt like I had a little bit of a free pass and I really got to take care of myself physically. Yeah. And it was so and I loved it. My, yeah. It was so much fun. Um but you just don't get to. So now that I've closed the studio and I'm putting that behind me, like I'm ready to take care of myself yeah. again. So it does. So it doesn't feel like, oh, this is hard to do because it reminds me of. No, in I- fact, in fact, I think there's a little selfish green light there that was like that had to go in order for me to take care of myself yeah. because I was not able to when yeah. even when I was doing um, virtual classes, I was teaching it to other instructors so that I could be verbally saying it on the video and other people were taking, you know, it's like yeah. I was never able to take care of my own body on a regular basis. And then that trickle effects. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so no, I actually feel like the opposite. I actually feel like this is finally my green light to go for it, to just go start taking care of myself. But I do know it's going to be hard to get back on the, on the saddle in the saddle because it's hard when you've like taken a break. Are you going to, do you have a plan? Like, are you going to do, I'm bikes, walks, I'm going to do, I'm going to mix it up because I can't, I'm not somebody that can do one thing. Yeah. Um, but what I am going to do is I'm going to commit. I'm just going to commit to 30 minutes a day. That's so my, that's, that's my it. favorite. I mean, yeah. just start and then we can go elsewhere, but like, I'll join you. Why don't we do yeah. 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes of movement a day in January? Yeah. Oh, I have to start before then. I can't wait. Okay. We'll start. But I mean, yes, we can, but that's the thing. Like if you want, I love that too. Not waiting to the new year, but let's start. Yeah. Let's yeah. start. We can just start like 30 minutes is not that hard. And if you need to take a walk or you can ride a bike or, or you can go on run, a run or, or you can do an aerobic workout. God, there's so many online workouts now. It's crazy. So, yeah. um, I just, and I almost need to say it out loud so that I feel like I'm being held accountable, even yeah. though I know you guys are all really kind and will let me do whatever I need to do. But like, I need to answer to somebody, to something. I feel the same. So if anybody feels like coming along on our 30 minute challenge, yeah. not challenge, I think just you need to lead a 30 us in minute that. way yeah. of life, you know, like. I think that it changes and be flexible in it. Like that's totally. the whole thing. Like if, t- if you were going to run, but you're not feeling up to it, you could walk that day. Or yeah. if you were needing to like stretch more, do a yoga video. Like, and I yeah. also think like for me, I'm just going to do 30 minutes a day every day. And I'm also going to give myself the freedom that if a day comes and goes and I don't have it, but the next day I'm doing an hour. Cause yeah. I really want to commit to myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and you know what? I will story this every time I'm doing it. And then people, if you guys want to do it too, and you can tag us and this will be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. See how we come up with these ideas yeah. as <laughs> we're the talking fly. and it's going to, the they're going to, they're going to make us more accountable too. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't move your body because you're injured, you could do meditation in, in place, totally. I think. Do something for your mind. Yeah. And I mean, even doing that in your mind does a lot for your body. Right. Let's, they're very connected. Yeah. So, um, yes, if for any reason you have an injury, there are other things you can do to take care of yourself. Yeah. Read, so, meditate, all the things. Plus, I mean, you can also... Um, maybe we should post some of our favorite um, audiobooks if you want to start, you know, like yeah. during those 30 minutes or podcasts that we listen to or whatever it is. I would so, love that. Yeah. 
We could do some of those too. Oh, and then um, speaking of audiobooks, we'll announce our oh, yes. next Hey Babe audiobook pick the day after Christmas. Yes. Is that what we decided? Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be an audiobook if you don't, if you want to read oh, yeah. an actual, but we do we audiobooks. We definitely do audiobooks. It's just not realistic right now. Someday yeah. we'll get back there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now we just have Christmas. Christmas and it's New here. Year. I enjoy it. Thinking of New Year's, like New Year's, I don't know. Yeah, see you, twenty twenty. Just make sure you get a good bottle of champagne for New Year's. Oh yeah, we're or ha- or a cheap one. It doesn't even matter. Just celebrate that this thing is over. That this year is coming to a close, and we're gonna welcome in a great new year. Yeah, and um, you know, if I don't get to see you, Mary, on New Year's, because I will have seen my family on Christmas and I want to respect that your, your sister's baby is coming. I know we'll do a zoom bottle of champagne. Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, all right. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. Peace out 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at heybabe.mk so we can keep the conversations from this podcast going, give you a preview of our imperfect and very real lives. Did we mention we have six kids, six and under between us? And be the first to find out about our fun events and offerings.